0: Mission statements stink. When my business was first starting out, I wrote some mission statements that were that awful. They're awful because they're vague, they're elusive. You know, back in our analogy of the airplane, leadership is your cockpit. And the number one job of the pilots is to enter the the actual coordinates of that plane and where that plane is going. Because everything, everything is reverse engineered off those coordinates. If you reverse engineer anything but economic coordinates, You're leaving that to chance. If you're saying, oh, we're just going to solve people's problems and do excellence and all that kind of stuff, that can be great as part of your mission statement. But if you don't put the economic coordinates of that airplane into that cockpit, you got a great chance of crashing that airplane. I want to give you a formula for a mission statement that will immediately, that will immediately get your business growing. Remember, I promised you in these next six episodes, we're going to figure out a way to double your revenue. This is the first step. I want to welcome you to the Business Made Simple Podcast, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the only place that coaches you through a six-step plan to grow your small business. We do that by helping you build your business like an airplane. The cockpit is your leadership, the body is your overhead, the right engine is your marketing, the left engine is your sales, the wings are your products, and the fuel tanks are your cash flow. If you master the six parts of a small business, your business will fly far and fast. Every week, you'll get the insight and steps you need to grow your business. I'm your host, Donald Miller. Marketing Against the Grain, hosted by Kip Bodner and Kieran Flanagan, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. If you want to know what's happening right now in marketing, what's ahead, and how you can lead the way, Marketing Against the Grain is the podcast for you. In each episode, Kip and Kieran share their marketing expertise, unfiltered in the details, the truth, and like nobody tells it to you. Here's a great episode you should check out right now. It's six AI tools that will save you one hour per day. Kip and Kieran share six AI tools that will transform the way you work while helping to scale your business to the next level. Learn how these tools will up-level you and your team with the power of AI through file organization, content marketing, memorizing your online search, and more. You can listen to Marketing Against the Grain wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hey, this is podcast producer, Bobby Richards. And before we jump into today's episode, I wanna let you know that to celebrate the arrival of our new book, How to Grow Your Small Business, we're hosting our first ever Business Growth boot camp on April 4th. This is a live stream event, and you're gonna get three action-packed hours of advice from some of the world's top marketers and business leaders. We've got Donald Miller, Dr. JJ Peterson, and as our special guest, Amy Porterfield. You're gonna walk away from this event with fresh ideas on how to make more money with your marketing, sell more products, and motivate and lead your team with confidence. We have never packed this much value into a free event before, and you don't wanna miss it. So to attend, all you have to do is pre-order How to Grow Your Small Business, and that's it. The book is your ticket. You pre-order, and then you register at businessmadesimple.com slash bootcamp. So pre-order the book, How to Grow Your Small Business, then use your receipt to register for our first ever business growth boot camp on April 4th at businessmadesimple.com/bootcamp.
0: Okay, last week we set a goal. The goal is double your revenue. If you're a $50,000 side hustle, we want to get to 100 grand. If you're a quarter million dollar business, we want to get to half a million dollars in top line revenue. I've done it four times in my small business. I'm trying to do it a fifth time. And when I do it a fifth time, I'm going to try to do it a sixth time. I-, I think it's possible for everybody listening to double the size of your small business. Now, when I say that, many of you go, well, that's possible for everybody else, but not for me because I'm tapped out and I can't." And the business depends on me and I can't work any harder than I'm already working. Therefore, this doesn't apply to me. No, it absolutely applies to you. Everybody has an excuse for why they can't do it. There's always a way to do it. There's always a way to do it. So the first thing we got to do is we, we got to stop the scarcity mindset and the can't be done mindset, because what that does is it shuts down creativity. And so we've got to be open to the idea that there might be a way to do this to double my revenue that I haven't thought of. And it might not be difficult Okay? Now, what's going to cause us to do that is is when we actually sit down and we set a goal, and the goal is we're going to make twice as much money, certainly in the next 18 to 24 months. The very first thing you got to do is you need a mission statement that is economic, because what we're talking about is doubling your revenue, and revenue is money, right? That's money. Those are dollars. Therefore, your mission needs to be an economic mission statement. You know, Back in our analogy of the airplane, leadership is your cockpit. And the number one job of the pilots is to enter the, the actual coordinates of that plane and where that plane is going. Because everything, everything is reverse engineered off those coordinates. If we say we're going to Omaha, then we have to make sure there's enough gasoline to get to Omaha. We have to make sure that the plane will actually hold enough gas to get to Omaha. We have to make sure everybody on board wants to go to Omaha. We have to make sure that we're flying over the right airports in case the, the, something's wrong with the plane. We need to land that plane safely. Everything is reverse engineered based on where we're going. If you reverse engineer uh, anything but economic coordinates, you're leaving that to chance. If you're saying, oh, we're just going to you know solve people's problems and do excellence and all that kind of stuff, that can be great as part of your mission statement. But if you don't put the economic coordinates of that airplane into that airplane, you're leaving it to chance as to whether or not this thing is financially stable if you do that, you got a great chance of crashing that airplane. For whatever reason, you rarely, if ever, hear anybody talk about numbers in their mission statement. And I have no idea why. You are in business to make money. You're in business to make money by delivering a solution to people who have problems. You're in business to make money by delivering a solution to people who have the problems that you solve. That's what we do. You have a problem. I solve that problem in exchange for dollars. There are probably several reasons why people don't put numbers in their mission statement, and I'll just go through uh, some of them. Uh, One of the reasons is that people subconsciously believe that making money is wrong. I don't think there's a whole lot of people listening to my voice who believe that because you're entrepreneurs and you're small business owners, but even though you don't think making money is wrong, there are enough people around you who think that making money is wrong that you don't want to talk about it because you're people pleasing those people. Um, get over it. I mean, really, if you, if, you, if you want to lose weight, you got to say, I want to lose 20 pounds. If you want to run a marathon, you got to say, I'm trying to run a marathon. If you want to build a $5 million business, you need to say, I'm trying to build a $5 million business. If somebody asks me, if, if, especially if another entrepreneur asks me, hey, what are you trying to do in your business? I say, look, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get past $30 million right now on my way to $100 trying. That's, where I'm tra- I, that's the, almost like the first thing out of my mouth when I talk to anybody who runs a business and they ask me about my business. That's the first thing. And because I have that mindset of I'm trying to make this much money, my subconscious begins to engineer a path to get there. Does that make sense? Because my goal is economic, I'm engineering a path to get there. Now, you, now go on YouTube and type in great business advice. And here's what you're going to get. And God forgive me for doing what I'm about to do. You're going to get videos of Warren Buffett, maybe Steve Jobs. You're going to get videos of, of Bill Gates. And they're going to say things like, we don't worry about money. All we do is serve customers. All we do is care about customers. And if you just care about customers, all the money takes care of itself. Let me tell you what that is. That is a billionaire trying to duck, dive, bob, and weave from the onslaught of criticism that they get for being one of the wealthiest people in the world. That's what that is. I guarantee you they did not become a billionaire not thinking about money. You tell me Warren Buffett invested in all those companies with no thought as to whether or not that company can make money, or that company's financially sound, or that, that company has a strong bottom line, or that company has potential to make even more money or more profit. That's a joke. You, you have to figure out how to create the solution to a problem that people will pay you a lot of money to fix, or a lot of people will pay you a little money to fix. You have to figure out how, not to trick people to part with their money, but that people would be, would willingly part with their money in exchange for the, the solution to this frustration, this pain, whatever they're in, they're tired of it. And they're willing to give you 10 bucks or 10,000 bucks to not have to deal with this anymore. But the, the financial part of it is an equation. It's an equation. And let me tell you something, the idea, I'm getting on a rant now. The idea that money is evil is a great way to become poor. You making enough money to bring money home to your family, to set up your kids, to be able to go to college, to protect them, to build a trust, that's all really good. That's all really good. So let's get over the binary thought that money is either the thing that you should pursue or it's evil. No, it's, it's neither one. It's somewhere in the middle. But it is not wrong for you to make money. Another reason that we don't like making money is if we make too much money, uh, our friends, uh, you know, will begin to get jealous or won't like us, or and that is threatening your sense of survival because you need that tribe in order to survive. That's a legitimate concern. Here's the thing: you need to do. You need to make money without being a jerk. <laughs> That's all. We all know people who make a lot of money, and we're just like, you know, what happened to the right guy? <laughs> happened to the right guy be the right freaking guy, (laughs) but make money. Let's get over this fear. Let's get over this fear of making money. Okay. Now, here's what you get when you have economic objectives in your mission statement. The entire community of people that surround you, your, your team members, they all begin to sort of unify around this idea of making money. This has been a part of my journey, by the way. I mean, I grew up really poor I, I'm, all, I'm also wired as, a, have, have been in the past, wired as a bit of a people pleaser. Every problem that I'm accusing you of, by the way, is something I tell myself. And I didn't like talking about financial goals in front of the team. And I got over it. And the reason I got over it is because if we hit our financial goals, they were able to make more money. They were able to get bonuses. They were able to get better healthcare. They were able to have uh, more time off. They were able to not work at the equivalent of a fast food job. You know they had a career if we made more money. So this serves them too. And by the way, I've got friends who do this. I really do. They build these companies and they make a lot of money and they treat their team members like fast food employees, and they don't pay them. Well, remember what we talked about being a jerk. That you're a jerk. That makes you a jerk. So you know we want to share share that responsibly with our team members so that they can participate as co entrepreneurs in building it whatever it is that we're doing. But We want to make more money. We want to make more money. All right. It's finally time to close out of spreadsheets. With HubSpot CRM, you'll get real-time data at your fingertips so your teams stay in sync across the customer journey. Track your contacts and customers, send personalized emails in bulk, and get the context you need to create amazing experiences for your teams and your customers at scale, all from one powerful platform. It's why more than 150,000 companies already use HubSpot CRM to run their businesses better. Plus, HubSpot's user-friendly interface sets you up for success from day one, so you can spend less time managing software and more time on what matters, your customers. There's no better time to get organized. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better and get a special offer of 20% off on eligible plans at hubspot.com slash business made simple. And now back to the show. Okay. So now that we're past the psychological barriers of making money, uh, we need to uh, go public with that. We need to go public with that. And I'm not talking about putting on your website, you know, I go to your website, it's like, we're trying to make a ton of money. That's what I'm talking about. Public within the confines of your team or yourself, you want to put three economic objectives inside of your mission statement. And here's the formula for a good mission statement. We will accomplish X by Y because of Z. We will accomplish X. Those are your three economic objectives. Buy Y. That's your deadline because of Z. And I'll get to that in a second. Let's start with the X. You want to figure out three economic objectives inside of your business that will drive the most growth. Now, you may have, I don't know, 250 products that you sell. If that's the case, you want to figure out uh, you know what divisions, if you have a pet store, is it dog food is it goldfish? You know, whatever, wherever you're making a lot of money and great profit, you want to pick a few of those. You know, if you're a real estate agent, you want to you're going to want to say, we want to sell 50 new homes this year. We want to list 50 homes, and we want to uh, have 50 open houses uh, because we know that open houses drive sales of homes. You want to figure out three things, three goals that you can put into your mission statement. That if you reach them, you will see a significant increase in revenue. Now you say, Dom, why not four? Uh, The human brain has trouble prioritizing more than three things. We will accomplish X and that X needs to be three economic objectives. Okay, That's the hardest part of your mission statement because you've got to figure out what that is. So if you have a team, sit down with your team and, and play this podcast, play this episode and come up with what those three things are. Now, the next thing you want is Y. We will accomplish X by Y because of Z. And what is Y? Y is a deadline. You need a deadline to drive a sense of urgency. You need a deadline because everything that is important or feels urgent has a deadline. A football game goes for 60 minutes, right? Can you imagine a football game that was, that literally you just said, okay, we're going to play football. And the person, the team with the highest score, when everybody feels like we're done, wins. Although that would actually be kind of interesting. <laughs> i go for like three days. That might be kind of fun. Bad example. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? No, it's, it's, it's so exciting because we're down by a field goal and there's 43 seconds left. And Tom Brady's got the ball on the 20 and he's got to drive 80 yards for a touchdown or, you know, 60 yards or so for a field goal attempt. And there's however many seconds left. It's the deadline. It's the ticking clock that creates a sense of urgency to help you accomplish the three economic objectives. And I recommend going out no more than two years. If you've got three years, it just feels like you're forever away. But 24 months is right in there in that sweet spot. Now, you're going to start at 24 months and a month later, you're going to be at 23, right? And a month later, you're going to be at 22. And the ticking clock starts. And everybody, if you read that mission statement at every all-staff meeting, you're getting closer and closer to that date. And everybody goes, oh man, we're already falling behind. Well, when people are falling behind, what do they tend to do? They tend to get off their butt. They tend to get off their butt and get the work done toward those economic objectives, right? So those two components of your mission statement are actually going to drive action toward a mission that is economic. Remember, I promised you In these next six episodes, we're going to figure out a way to double your revenue. This is the first step. If you want to double your revenue, create a mission statement around a revenue goal. Now, X by Y because of Z. What's the Z? The Z is the mission part of the mission statement, the compassionate, altruistic, customer-oriented, customer-centric part of the mission statement. Remember when I talked about balance, about loving money too much and hating money? You you want to be in the middle, right? Right. And so, yes, we want to make money, but we want to make money that is mutually beneficial. This is, a, this is a key in not just business, but in life. Everything should be mutually beneficial. There is almost nobody. I'm 51 years old. I've been around the block a few times. There is almost nobody I trust less than somebody who says, it's not about me. You know what you're saying to me? If you say to me, hey, it's not about me. It's never about me. It's all about you. You know what? You know what I think after having met enough of these people? I think you're a world-class manipulator. People that you can trust, healthy people understand the idea of something being mutually beneficial. Let's both win. Let's join together. Now, what happens if only I win? I personally feel guilty, I feel a little empty, I feel like a jerk, I don't like it. What happens if only you win? I feel like a sucker and I resent it, I feel used, but what happens if we win? Feel great. So, business is all about an idea being mutually beneficial, a product being mutually beneficial. What does the the customer get out of it? They get the solution to a problem. Everything you sell is a solution to a problem. That's the only thing people spend their money on. So they get to solve this problem, be it a problem that they go solve in therapy or a problem they they solve with their, you know, their aching back and they buy a new mattress, a problem that they solve with their aging dog because this 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 dog food for geriatric dogs has, you know, great vitamins in it, makes them last a little longer. They're solving a problem. They get that out of the equation, and you get profitable dollars, mutually beneficial. The Z, we will accomplish X by Y because of Z, is that part that benefits the customer. We are going to make a lot of money within the next two years by giving the customer incredible value in this way, right? That's the Z part. So if you're a real estate agent, you would say, We are going to sell 50 homes, we're going to list 50 homes, and we're going to to have 50 open houses by the end of 2025 because Everybody deserves to live in a house that they love. So the first part is about me. The second part is a deadline. And the third part is about you. That's a healthy mission statement. That's a healthy mission statement. What you're going to find is if you write this mission statement, we will accomplish X by Y because of Z. You will start, first of all, you're going to get focused on three economic objectives, which is going to drive your bottom line. You will drive a sense of urgency because you got a deadline. And you're going to start thinking about how the only way you're going to make any of this money is if you start caring about customers, right? And all of it is right there in your mission statement. You know, the mission statements that we're writing are ridiculous. We will increase shareholder value by doing excellent customer service. Nobody knows what any of that means. And you don't know how to act on it. But if you say we're going to have 50 open houses, you know what I got to do? I got to get an open house. I got to do one a week, every single weekend, except for two, Christmas and New Year's. I got to do an open house because it's in our freaking mission statement. I got to do it. I got to take action. Mission statements should drive action that produce revenue by solving problems for customers. That's the job of a mission statement. So step one to double your revenue, and it's in my book, How to Grow Your Small Business, is rewrite your mission statement. And there's a lot more in that chapter. There's a whole package of guiding principles where you can create your key characteristics, your critical actions. There are more, there's more to your guiding principles than just a mission statement. Boy, kind of went on a rant there. Wasn't expecting to go there. But uh, everything that I'm so passionate about is a conversion I've had in my life that took me from being a a dorky loser who apologized for succeeding to somebody who said, no, I I want to succeed and I want to steward it well. And I hope that you, you found yourself somewhere in that journey and that I've helped you today. Okay. At the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action from today's coaching conversation. These are the main takeaways you can immediately implement to strengthen and grow your business. And today's plan of action is this, rewrite your mission statement. We will accomplish X, or if you're a solopreneur, I will accomplish X by Y because of Z. And I want you to do one more thing. I want you to make it public. And and I'm not saying put it on your website because your customers don't really need to know that. It's not, it's it's an internal document, a mission statement. But I want you to bring your leadership team in And I want you to write this statement on the board and I want you to just say, hey, what if this was our mission statement? What do you think would change around here? And just let the conversation go. And what you're going to get is some leaders are going to push back and say, actually, I don't think number two should be, I think it should be this over here. What happens in that conversation is that everybody in the room in a matter of like 15 minutes starts to own the economic objectives. They start, to, they start to own them. They start to breathe them. They, then they start to exude them and take action on them. And all of a sudden, you went from a ministry that begs for money <laughs> to a business that exchanges solutions to problems for money. And once you're part of that equation, by the way, you, you produce really great solutions to problems, don't you? Well, if you respect yourself, you deserve to be paid for that. And everybody in the room begins to be converted into the healthiest version of capitalists, uh, which is what you want. So, if you want to double your revenue, if you want to arrive at that destination in your airplane as a bigger, more successful, more profitable company, you have to enter economic coordinates into the flight computer there in the cockpit. You got to do it. You got to do it. Otherwise, you're leaving it to chance. And if you really want to not leave the growth of your business up to chance, go ahead and pre-order my new book. It's called How to Grow Your Small Business. It's an operating system. It's an operating system you can use to run your small business so that it is dependable and predictable, produces revenue, and produces profit. So pre-order the book on Amazon or wherever you buy books, How to Grow Your Small Business. Then when you're done, go to growyoursmallbusiness.com slash podcast because I have a ton of of bonuses that you can get as a thank you for pre-ordering the book how to grow your small business is the book grow slash podcast is where you get the bonuses and this week the week that you're listening to this is the last week to get all of the pre-order bonuses you can't get a pre-order bonus after the book comes out because that's an order bonus <laughs> it's not a pre-order bonus so we're taking all those bonuses away but you don't have to lose them if you pre-order the book right now All right, everybody. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you build your business like an airplane so you can fly far and fast. Next week, we're going to take step two to doubling your revenue. See you then.